a wife and a mother and an insurance agency owner, a friend and a PTA advocate. I am so excited to talk about all of the things that I find most precious here within our community, within our lives, and within our faith, friendships, and relationships. Here on Heather's Most Precious. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Heather's Most Precious. I am so excited to introduce today's guest, Mr. Thomas Clark. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. I'm excited about this and and to hear all you have to share. Um, Now, you are affiliated with the CFC, also known as the Chattanooga Football Club. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Yeah. Um, I have uh, been lucky enough to be along for the ride since the very beginning. Um, um, First season being back in 2009, but really more the, the seeds were planted back in 08 in preparation for that summer season of 2009 so it's uh it has been a tremendous ride and and uh and uh, we continue to grow and and it's been a lot of fun going into what now our i should have thought of this beforehand i I get confused (laughs) 17th season or 16th season goodness it's amazing but it's we we didn't we never would have thought that it would have it would have uh come to this i mean if you would have asked us Back in 09, um, I mean, even five years after we started, if you would have asked us what what the CFC would look like, mm-hmm. um, we would have laughed at you. But like, no, no way. And now, being uh, um, 15, 16, 17 years later, it's, uh, it is it's quite surreal for, for all the original co-founders to, uh, to, to have been able to see. And, and, uh, and uh, so it's a lot of fun. It's a I lot bet. of kind of getting to see your baby grow up. So of course, it's, it's of great. course, and still be along for the ride. That's, That's amazing. Right. That's right. So, how did this idea come apart? Come about for the CSC? Yeah, sure. It was. Um, I mean, there were originally nine of us that uh, uh, got together. Um, it started with. Um, uh, I loved the game of soccer, and uh, I was uh, I was traveling back and forth. Um, to Birmingham to play on a team down there. And I had played in college and, and wanted to continue to play. I was new to Chattanooga. Uh, moved to Chattanooga in, in 06 and, and uh, summer of 06 and, and just kept wanting to play at a, a higher level. And so I was, I was driving down to Birmingham. And, and just over the, the really the first day, I moved to Chattanooga, and, and the, that first year was just such an eye-opening. I, there, I didn't have any intentions of staying in Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. Originally, I had job interviews lined up in the southeast after getting out of active duty Air Force. And so oh, wow. moved to Chattanooga, got to know this amazing community. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, just uh, different folks that also loved the game. And so um, we all kind of got together um, fall of 08 and and uh, and thought it would be a fun idea to start a, a, a local amateur club and uh and just kind of the ball the, the proverbial uh, snowball got pushed down the hill and it slowly got bigger and bigger and and then it was a a real thing that we were going to do and so it was a uh, uh, really super just 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 local local guys um, um most i mean mostly all guys that have 
gen- fam- like families that have been in Chattanooga for generations. And so um, it was, uh, we, um, every single guy had a different skill set, um, whether it was branding, uh, Paul Rustan from the branding side or uh, Crew Brock from just wanting to connect and, and love his city well and Marshall as well, the same in, in the same tune. Um, and then Tim Kelly, our mayor right now, just uh, having very well, being very well networked and and, uh, and knowing a lot of different businesses. I mean, just all the all, all the way across. And I mean, I, I can honestly say that I got to ride the coattails of all these folks that have been local Chattanoogans for their entire life. And um, so I'm really lucky in that sense that uh, I got to to be a part of uh, the beginning steps back in 2009. Absolutely. That is awesome. And how neat that collectively, you talked about the skill sets that Mm y'all had, that collectively you came together to build what you have now and that the friendship has remained throughout the years because business can get tough, right? There's hardships that develop and a lot of things under miscommunication Mm -hmm. and kind of fall under that. And so how neat that y'all are still able to do this now. Are all of them still pretty active within the organization? Uh, things have changed over the, the last few years. I mean, um, as we got a little bit bigger or just kind of, I would say, maybe more organized, um, it didn't demand as much of our, our time in the sense that at the very beginning, we were doing absolutely everything, um, whether uh, Crew and Holly were in their basement were uh, printing T-shirts before the game and, or uh, um, I, I got to play the first two seasons. Um, but then oh. after that, I was helping at t- at the ticket booth mm-hmm. um, and just making sure people knew where to go, how to go, go about it. And then would just uh, help on the ticket side. Um, and then uh, um, Tim would be up in the announcer's booth announcing the games, Marshall as well. Um, game day operations, some of the different found, uh, co-founders also were in charge of making sure that the game went smoothly. And then Paul on the marketing side, branding side, just throughout the week, like, okay, we got a game coming up this weekend. We got to get word out. <laughs> um, and so it, it really was an all hands on deck mm. for everybody at the very beginning. And so um, every week we would pretty much have a, a a board meeting like the the nine of us would all get together we'd sit what went well okay great that went well let's do that again oh that didn't go well let's not do that let's not do that again <laughs> and so we didn't know what we didn't know and and uh it, it it took a long time to to understand what it took to to run a um a uh an amateur soccer team it was just during the summers and so um, it was a uh, kind of we'd prep in the spring um, by kind of getting a team put together, have tryouts type thing, and that was one thing that we really loved was having an open tryout every single year. And so um, I remember that first year that uh, there were some dads that were in their upper thirties, oh, just like funny. with their kids. Uh, just one story I remember very very vividly was uh, a dad with his he was in the goal. And uh, his kids were sitting behind the goal. This was out at Camp Jordan. And um, his kids got to watch him uh, trying out for 
uh, a semi-pro or an amateur uh, soccer team, uh, Chattanooga's team. And so um, it was a lot of fun to uh, just kind of see these little things um, that started and then yeah. being able to go back and recollect like, oh man, that's, that's where we've been. And we, we, when we even still today, mm-hmm. we have that open tryout because we want that opportunity to be wide open for, hey, I want to, I want to lace my boots up and, and uh, this team may not know anything about me, but I would, I would love to get out and, and uh, see if I can show, just have a great tryout and see if they can, uh, if I can be a part of it. And so that's something I, that we plan on doing every single year, no matter what level we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's gone through a lot of change. Oh, from I guess your original question was just kind of our involvement now. Oh, yeah. um, because we are not... Um, we have been able to hire people that know exactly what they're doing. And so that, that was that, that um, slowly, but surely that was, excuse me, <clears throat> that has been a fun thing to kind of see and to really glean off of uh, um, people that have been in the industry for decades and uh, bring their expertise and just really open our eyes to being like, Oh, that's how marketing should be done or that's how fundraising should be done. Mm-hmm. We didn't know. Right. It was just we didn't know that that um, that it took that mm-hmm. um, by because none of us were in that um, that side of the business on a on an everyday occurrence and so that has been really neat. Um, we're no longer having to um, hand out trash bags at the end of the games and and the board. I mean, really, that was one of my, uh, the eye opening experiences that my my wife at um, my fiance at the time. Um, before we got married in 2012 was I handed her a black trash bag at the end of the game and didn't tell her that that was our responsibility after the game. And I was like, Oh, sorry. Yeah. That, this is just what we do. Um, Everybody, (laughs) there's no one else that's going to clean up the stands. So we have to, so sorry. You all right with that? (laughs) And she was totally cool with it. And so, um, yeah, we've, we've, we've come a long way because we don't have to do that. <laughs> we're able to, to to hire great folks that that uh, that do that, and and uh, and hopefully create a, a lot more professional atmosphere throughout the process. So it's uh, everyone, um, most everybody still follows along with what's going on, but some some involvements are a lot more than others. So that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. I think. There are so many pieces just getting to hear you share, mm-hmm. not only how everyone is still involved now, but how you figured it out, mm. right? Part of starting the idea coming to life and not just being <clears throat> a, a dream that you had on a fun boys' night out, but actually coming to life is the nitty-gritty pieces that you don't think about. Sure until you're in it and so hearing how y'all were able to overcome and that's what it's about right mm-hmm. figuring out what works changing it if it doesn't but part of starting something different and starting something new is having to be flexible with not only your time and the, and the time sacrifice and picking up trash after games sure. but <laughs> with with needing to maybe change the direction you thought you were going to go and and having the flexibility and the mindset to be able to change if you need to, or saying, hey, we did this really well, let's keep it up. That's right, yeah. And to, to see now where you are, which is having this incredible team, and I've met several of them, and they are really great and really represent your brand well. Mm. And that has to be really cool to to have been able to not only 
allow these people to step in, but to watch it thrive now That's right. because it's under um, these people who are so good at their role, right? That it's allowing it to, to move ahead. Um, what are you the most proud of? What accomplishment are you the most proud of? I should say within the CFC. I'm sure there's a yeah. lot of accomplishments you're proud no, of. Um, one thing, I mean, as you were talking, um, and this is this is hopefully a, a continuation of uh, that. That uh, I hope this continues, and I think I, I really hope I really think it will. Um, but the passing on of culture mm-hmm. is uh, is super super important to us. Um, humble beginnings um, of just kind of I mean, really we were expecting to have moms and dads and girlfriends in the stands and just maybe a couple hundred fans mm-hmm. and, and in the first game we had up over 1500 and wow. a rain delay and people stuck around and we hadn't even played a game yet and mm-hmm. it, and um, so it was a little bit eye, it was really eye-opening um, and so um, just approaching it from the standpoint that um, the reason why we're doing this is because we love Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 it was such a blessing um, to, I mean, be a part of it back in '09. But it really stemmed from the people that um, we were doing it with, and the and the different families, different organizations that represented Chattanooga, and so wanting to just kind of collectively be a part of that as mm-hmm. well. Um, and, and that was one thing um, that we did in the first few years. And, and um, I don't know if the, any of the listener, excuse me, any of the listeners have heard this before, but um, that's something that we share with the, the, the new players that come in, and some of the ex- pre-existing players may roll their eyes because like, oh goodness, we got to hear this again. And, but it, it, it is so important to us that um, not only did they represent Chattanooga on the field, but then also off the field, sure. them walking around, going grocery shopping mm-hmm. in Food City or Publix or wherever, walking downtown, eating in a restaurant, um, playing with kids uh, in East Chattanooga, um, in Alton Park, it diff- I mean, a part of the foundation mm-hmm. that uh, that um, we thrive, we, we really yearn to be really close with um, so the foundation, the academy, and the first team, kind of these three legs of a stool that we really try to make sure that there's good interconnectivity between the, And so that's something that we're really proud of. And just in, in going back to the culture aspect of, of um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a, a good burden to understand that, uh, for, the, for the new guys to understand that um, it's so much more than soccer. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it's a, th- that's something I'm, I'm pride is, is, I don't know the right, the right word, but it, it is something I'm really, um, I think all of us and, and, uh, and the different folks that, that are part of CFC staff now understand just the, uh, the continuing of, uh, of that mission to, um, kind of prop up our city, um, above everything else. And so that's something that, um, yeah, that has been really, that, that probably brings me the most joy. So I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. And I will say to you a piece that I definitely don't want to skip over 
when you talk about you still have open tryout Mm -hmm. so that whether it's a dad or someone in the community or someone that loves the game has a skill set to offer even if they just want to try out they're not just having to live vicariously through somebody else or feeling Mm -hmm. like they missed their opportunity y'all are embracing and inviting them in um this is not an exclusive club right y'all are including the community and and you talk about wanting to wanting your your team your staff to represent everyone affiliated with with cfc to represent chattanooga well Mm -hmm. to remember kind of who you are and whose you are and and you're living it out mm-hmm. by giving people a chance. And as you shared that story, his children getting to see mm. how cool their dad was, that he got That's this, right. op- whether he made the team or not, right. he got this opportunity. And that has to be such a neat feeling that y'all are able to mm. to give this. And I think that speaks volumes about your organization. That also says it's not just about the win. Mm-hmm. And, and and a lot of times I think we get lost in that. Sure. You want to, obviously, as a sporting organization, you want to win, but that can't be the ultimate. There has to be a heart of it. And I think you're allowing us to see that. So I'm so grateful mm-hmm. that you've shared these stories and, and kind of the structure and layout of the organization as well, the way that y'all have chosen to to implement the changes as you have and to watch it grow because it does allow us to see that the CFC is an organization we want to support, that we can see the heart in it, that we know that y'all are not just in Chattanooga, but for Chattanooga, yeah, yeah. which I love. Now, we've talked about the adults. Now, do you just mm-hmm. have men's team? Do we also have women's team? No, yeah, absolutely. The women's team as well. Um, it's uh, There was a little hiatus that we went through um, here a couple years ago, but uh it's been great to have them back here over the past couple of years. And so that's, um, they just had their, um, tryouts two weekends ago. Oh. Um, and their, their, um, their season is more summer season right now. And so they're, um, they, they're, they'll be going through the next couple of months just through, um, planning yeah. of that. And so, um, I'm, I am excited for it because, uh, I have three little girls and so I really, I enjoy bringing them to the games and them just, watching and uh, they're still quite young but um and so there's not that uh that the competitive nature isn't they're not they're not out there um studying the game like they will here in in, you know three four five years um but yeah like just for them to to see like oh these girls are really good this is this is fun let's go back and so it's uh it's it's been great um so yeah uh, the guys and girls um, team and, and uh, um, funny enough, I, like my wife and I are, are hoping to host the women's team once they get into uh, for a dinner. Oh wow! Um, and so that's uh, just kind of the um, the passing on of, of mm-hmm. uh, uh, who CFC is is just um, we'll have a, a, a team dinner with a lot of the co-founders um, for the the guys team here. Uh, later this month, um, or it might be, I don't know if the date has been set yet. It's either this month or, or beginning of March. Um, and then the women's team um, as well. So uh, um, when they when the entire team gets here. So it's, it's, um, it's to let them know that we are so for them. Um, and so uh, that they'll have uh, a lot of uh, screaming 
Well, there'll be at least three screaming yes. little girls um, <laughs> cheering for uh, for the women's team here come summertime. So, I love that. Yeah. I love that because there is everyone, regardless of where you are in the world, what job you do, mm-hmm. how many kids you have. Everyone wants the same things. They want to be seen and known and valued and loved. Mm-hmm. And so by you implementing that, just that team dinner, just saying, hey, we're glad you're here. You're so much more than a number on a shirt, mm-hmm. right? Or jersey, excuse me. But mm-hmm. <laughs> that means so much, right? That sure. has to. And then you, once again, are setting the culture mm-hmm. that that y'all want to continue to that's grow. Right. Right. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. Now, you also have an academy mm-hmm. okay so outside of the men's and the women's leagues tell me what that looks like yeah there's others that could speak a lot a lot more uh um one of our co-founders um sheldon grizzle that I, haven't, I haven't mentioned um at this point but he is on the board with uh with the academy and does um that that group does a great job Do um it's a different board than the cfc board but mm-hmm. um just but very like-minded in the sense that there are some um some guys and gals that love the game want to see um, the betterment of of, uh, of the game through the youth, um, and they're just they're killing it. They're they're doing a great job of uh, of uh, yeah helping the the CFC Academy side grow. Um, and so um, I can't give you specifics on as far as ages yeah. and everything like that, but um, maybe one one day one of my um, one or multiple of yes. my my girls i'll be on different soccer fields around the southeast and in in, awesome. in the uh in the coming years but uh yeah it's uh it's a a group that has gotten better and better mm-hmm. um just through the uh you know just the ups and downs of what uh club soccer goes through um that's so. great and I know you have also kind of where y'all are maybe have school leagues or people that are affiliated, school teams that are affiliated. So I think that's really cool that y'all are not just in the adult realm, mm-hmm. but you are also, again, for the community, for the love of soccer, for and mm-hmm. um, kids learning not only the game, but uh, kind of being able to, to hopefully grow up throughout right the the academy and then hopefully into the big game right that's yeah that's uh, um the model that is around the world is how um teams will really invest in in uh the growth of youth youth soccer youth sports youth mm-hmm. soccer um and so uh and, and we've been able to see some of the fruit of that just just by some local some of the local guys, and, and I'm including kind of Dalton in that as well, but uh, um, some some guys that have grown up knowing the academy side, and uh, they're, they they play club soccer, but then they also are playing high school soccer, and and uh, and then when it comes time to um, making the decision to, to to go the next level, either go play in college or um, sign with with a, a, a pro contract and so um that has been something that has been really neat to see because it, it, it's it's not something that you see right at the beginning um it takes it takes a long time it takes many years for for the the fruit of that to uh to bear mm-hmm. and so um that's something that we've are just now starting to be able to to um 
get to see whether it's a uh, academy player that moves down to Atlanta and is now getting first team experience with Atlanta United um, to uh, players that uh, that forego college and and uh, are are playing um, that are under contract with CFC now um, because they uh, they're wanting to pursue a, a dream. Um, so there's uh it's been it, it's 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 really cool to to uh to be able to witness firsthand and and hopefully that that continues um in the sense that just the development of of players and and um we'll get to see more Chetnik kids putting on the blue so that's yeah what an amazing feeling to have at one time co-founded this mm, right mm. and and again all of these pieces and i'm gonna keep saying it i know you're probably like you've said it three times either but (laughs) that makes me excited to see what you're doing for the community and the hope that you're giving these kids that may not have another shot Mm. outside of this and kind of the core memory that you're giving them within the experience even at their age getting to play and getting to grow in their skill level and with the hope of becoming more and i know that with any coaching there's also a character building and a character shape that happens that it's not just about how well your your fancy footwork can be but Mm -hmm how you are presenting yourself, how you're branding yourself with the team. Um, and I think that's really cool that at these younger ages, y'all are getting a piece of that. Mm-hmm. You have the, you get to invest and you get to grow and you get to shape them into really cool human beings, period, mm-hmm. which is a really neat thing. Yeah, now, a more whole person is, mm-hmm. is uh, yeah. I, would, uh, I would hope that maintains to be the goal of uh, not just a great soccer player, but uh, but a, a great human being too. So, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Now we've talked about CFC, kind of the the facets, the model that mm-hmm. y'all have set up, and the kind of the history. And um, where do you see it going? Where tell us about kind of this next level? Mm. Um. <laughs> yeah, so we're we are starting a new chapter here this year. Um, with us uh, making the announcement here, tail end of last year, of switching leagues to MLS Next Pro. And so uh, we know that the overall caliber of player has increased. Um, and so um, I do not envy our coaching staff because they have a tall task of, of uh, raising the overall level of the team. And, and from what I, what I, just the conversations I've had with coach Rod and, and, uh, Chris and Jordan. And, uh, it's, it's well on its way. Mm-hmm. And so it's, uh, I cannot wait. Um, I wasn't able to be up in Knoxville here this last weekend. And unfortunately the weather kind of won. Um, the game got called, uh, in early in the second half, <clears throat> excuse me. And so, uh, uh, I have not had a chance to see mm-hmm. or, or, um, hear uh, how, uh, how the guys did and so um but it takes time especially with new guys coming in for you to to really mesh and gel with each other um but it yeah it's uh it will be a uh a very uh eye-opening experience because of the overall professionalism that mls um, brings to the table and so um hopefully um I, and i i think we are taking this approach is that we're going to learn a lot um 
through this, um, through the very beginning of this and, and hopefully, um, allow that to continue to, to have us grow as well, not only uh, on the field, but then also as a professional organization, um, our staff and how we, how we approach, um, every um, aspect of the, uh, of, uh, in the office, outside the office, how we, um, um, communicate with the community and, and, uh, and I mean, really every single, um, A to Z process that, that we think we understand, um, there'll be a great opportunity for us to learn how MLS has done it. And, uh, and they have, uh, shown themselves very willing to teach and, and for us to learn from them as well. So it should, it, we're really looking forward to it. Um, yeah. but it will be a, it will be a high cal- caliber season, um, as far as, uh, the level of, uh, individual player, um, and then the overall speed of play out on the pitch. So, yeah. That's fantastic. I think it's it's also encouraging as just the bystander to hear that uh, sometimes people, uh, we lose the humility a little bit. Mm. And most people may look at this opportunity like, yeah, we're the best. We're going to go mm. out there and we're. And so to hear that y'all are taking an approach of this is going to be a season of, of learning. Mm. We're going to learn a lot because that helps us see the bigger picture mm, that y'all know sure. that this is the next step for y'all to take your confident in that but you also know that you don't know it all mm-hmm. right this this will be there will be challenges that come with that That's but right. i think the way that y'all are approaching it is is just very encouraging to hear hopefully we keep uh, that humility there. yes yes so. <laughs> that is awesome now We've talked an awful lot about the CFC, which I love, mm-hmm. um, but I would love to talk about um, who Thomas Clark is outside, because obviously there are so many more um, pieces of you True. than just the glorious CFC. So tell us <laughs> Yo, about yes, that. That's a, that is only a, a, a part a part of it. Yeah, I'm, uh, I have a beautiful wife, my wife, Laura Helen, um, and we have three little girls, and uh and they are such a joy. Um, eldest is eight year old. Her name's Campbell, mm-hmm. and we adopted her when she was a brand new, brand new, fifteen minutes old. We got oh. to meet her for the very first time back in twenty sixteen, and and then uh, we were uh, lucky enough to get pregnant in twenty eighteen. Elson is her name, mm-hmm. and uh, and she'll be six here uh, next month, and then. Uh, my little firecracker youngest daughter Holland, who's a brand new four-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, they're so fun. Uh, they are such a joy, and so uh, it's 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 uh, it's fun to see them. Uh, I, I mean, I grew up in sport. Um, I loved playing basketball and running track and playing soccer um, all through, and and so I'd love to. Uh, my wife and I are kind of in the process of what are things that they really enjoy, and mm-hmm. what can we uh, um, help them kind of explore more and and if they don't want to do sports that's great mm-hmm. what, what um let's see if they l- want to learn an instrument yeah. <clears throat> or sing or whatever the case may be <clears throat> excuse me so um that you know, we're just in the midst of, of of that of uh of uh like any n- new parent it's uh trying to teach them good values and mm-hmm. and uh and uh, even though we're exhausted and tired at the end of the day, um, 
we are being stretched mm-hmm. um, with with that this whole process as well, which is which is wonderful. Um, and so we, uh, I just hope we don't scar our children too yeah. much. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's all of our hope, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so yeah, it's uh, that's yeah, that's kind of my world right there, and, and uh, we're uh, um, we want our, our girls to uh, to know Jesus, and mm-hmm. so that is something that we are um, very, very um, intentional about. And so that's uh, something we spend. We try to spend a lot of time helping them understand how we um, we need to. Uh, when we've done something wrong, we ask for forgiveness mm-hmm. and uh, um, and uh, try to think of others before ourselves. And and so it's uh, as a little kid. I mean, they're 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 only thinking about themselves. Right, <laughs> so right. It's, it's hard to comprehend. That's right. And so it's a. Uh, and and I mean, truth be told, uh, let's be honest. My wife and I are. I mean, <laughs> we are. Sometimes I only want to do what I want to do. Of course. And it's uh, it, it, like I said earlier, it's a stretching opportunity, a growing opportunity yeah. for for my wife and I. And and uh, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. Of course. It's it's wonderful. Yeah. Yep. What is it about that that fleshly part of us mm. that does seek self service? Oh sure. I think uh, we are. Um, we are all um we're ball born sinners mm-hmm. and so um it's uh, only by the grace of god that um oh, that jesus died on on the cross for our sins and so that is uh we you always have to fight that uh, that flesh mm-hmm. um of uh of wanting what i want um and uh with the understanding that uh, there's so much more to this this life and and uh this isn't the end so no know. it's not so, yeah it's it's not it's uh it's a it's a tall it's a it's a big responsibility yeah. for my wife and i to mm-hmm. to try to uh teach our girls that mm-hmm. so but it will continue all the way until they are off on their own and we are we just hope and pray that um we've done enough but mm-hmm. at the same time it's our responsibility to kind of plant seeds of and course. then for the Holy Spirit to grow those seeds. Yeah. So that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. We don't do it very well all the time. And that's what yeah, we're trying to do. That's, that's the honesty right there, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, um, yeah, we do what we can for the day and we, there is a piece of God has entrusted them to us. Mm-hmm. And, and we also trust that he knew who he was giving them mm-hmm. to right and that mm-hmm. he has equipped us with all that we need right. for today and if we um lay our head down on that pillow at night and we did not have what we thought we needed we didn't really need it mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and then we will be ready for the next sure. god willing and so um parenting is its own marriage is its own category and then you add parenting and sure. and and the jobs and the mini hats and the CFC, all of all of the things that sometimes fight for attention and fight for priority that may not fit. And um, what are what are some of the ways that you are able to prioritize your your marriage with Laura mm. Helen and, and your girls? Like what are some of the ways that you're able to do that? I am um, I'm lucky to have a uh, so so I do I'm vocationally i'm in commercial real estate development and i'm 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 grateful for the group that i'm working with um right now uh, ftc development um and uh um 
they have afforded me a great great opportunity to work my tail off during the day, but then also have a great balance with family and and in the evenings, after uh, late afternoons, that I get to that my focus can very much shift to what my family is needing, and so that's it's it's uh, I don't feel like I'm I'm working all day long. Um, and so I'm able to to focus, and, and even just if there's a, a school program that I can, that's at one o'clock in the afternoon, is very easy for me to to get to that, and uh, and um, or a, a little uh, program in the morning, like there's no problem with me attending all of that. And so uh, one thing that my wife and I wish we did better is just spend time with each other. Um, and just have just the two of us because mm-hmm. uh, having kids it, it pulls you in a lot of different directions mm-hmm. right now basketball basketball practice basketball games for our two oldest and so um, and then just being having set times for just the two of us to to reconnect because sometimes it's easier just to to collapse on the couch or go to bed or <laughs> at the end of a day so um, we're trying to be more intentional about that. And it is a constant, not struggle, that's not the right word, but it is a constant thing that we need to be reminded of. Of be like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Let's let's catch up. Let's reconnect. And so. Because mm-hmm. that is, that is so crucial True. for the household running smoothly, mm-hmm. right? Is, is that intentionality with that relationship. But so often the kids become center of attention, mm-hmm. right? And if you're not with them, you wish that you were you're talking about them but Mm, just having that time and i know my husband and i we we love being with our being with our kids we Mm. i don't even remember us taking a vacation just the two of us we are so family oriented it sounds like y'all are the same and wow that is so great and i love what we've been able to to create in the life we've built for our children and that they see that we actually like each other and we're really fun together (laughs) but at least i tell myself that i'm the cool mom right and if you tell yourself that you probably aren't so don't listen um but i think knowing that there is still joy being able to parent them well means being on the same page and, Mm. and making sure that you're you're spouse or partner knows that that they are valued and appreciated and that you cannot mm-hmm. do this alone right? Right. parenting can't be one-sided and, and neither can the marriage and so i think that that's good um what are some of the things that that you and your precious bride like to do just by yourselves are y'all concert goers do y'all just like to go out for the night and not cook dinner what does it look like yeah no um we like trying new restaurants mm-hmm. and so um we tried out uh, little coyote in St. Elmo here uh, the week before last and really enjoyed it. Um, and, uh, and so that's something we, we, we like to do. Um, Aaliyah is our go-to yes. just, we love, I mean, that's kind of a anniversary, um, a special occasion opportunity. Um, we do, um, and we need to do a better job of just the two of us, but then we also really enjoy um, community, mm-hmm. um, being with friends and, uh, and, um, allowing, just having our girls play with, um, other families that, uh, that we absolutely love and adore. And, and, uh, we love their kids and, and out of our kind of our, um, our close group of friends, um, our kids are just, I mean, some of the youngest. Yeah. And so we, uh, Laura, Helen and I feel like we're, 
a little bit like uh, um, pseudo aunts and uncles to a lot of the, the yeah, uh, of our friends' kids, um, and I uh, get to um, I like messing with with uh, some of the the boys um, mm-hmm. that my uh, my uh, my buddy's sons, um, and because uh, we don't have boys, of course. And so I, I get to do have a little bit of rough house with them, but we we really enjoy enjoy our community. Um, and being with uh, with uh, different families that uh, we've really grown, grown close with um, here over the past 11, 12 years. So, um, but yeah, we we need to have uh, we have a, a sweet um, family that lives right back behind us, and we have. Uh, I'm really glad that uh, my wife and and um, um, our neighbors uh, behind behind us that they. Uh, that they uh, we will trade off babysitting so we don't have oh, to pay great. for babysitting and so that's tremendous yeah. uh, that's great to where um, my wife will go over to their house and and they'll go out for two two and a half three hours mm-hmm. or whatnot and then reciprocate it back um every month we try that's to great. do that and so we've missed a couple months here and there but um we try to do that at least once a month so it's a it's pretty neat yeah, and it and it takes out the thought of it or the oh, I don't want to be an inconvenience for the babysitter that's or whatever, right, right. or I don't trust someone with my kids, which I remember at one time was us with, with yeah. little kids, and so I get that you care who they're around, and I love that you brought in community because sometimes you just being able to all the kids are playing together and y'all get that adult time, even mm-hmm. that can bring y'all so much closer together. Sure. And as you mentioned, your your girls are younger you've got parents that have already been where you are mm-hmm. and so you're not alone you get to glean off of good things and not so good things that they have done and yes. and we get to learn or even just mm-hmm. that encouragement like hey we've sure. been there it's going to get better or hey here's some tools that we were able to put in our tool belt that helped that's or right. some resources and so i think that's the beautiful thing about community we were not meant to be alone right mm-hmm. we are meant to live in a village setting that's right and yeah. so how neat to experience your village now and not just when something bad happens and you realize all of these people come out of the woodwork, which you're grateful for, but to be able to create mm-hmm. this village of community that you have. I think that's such a beautiful thing. Yeah. And, and this is your, I guess it's your 12 in your marriage? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, this August will be year 12, so just over that's 11. Great. Yep. What has been your your favorite thing about mm. marriage in the twelve years? Oh, they, 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 um, a number of things come to mind. It's a, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we, like uh, it's different in um, we have, like I said, our some of our closest friends here in town got married a lot earlier, mm-hmm. and so we got married later in our early thirties, and uh, and so we were able to enter into it having grown up a little bit, um, a little bit more, um, or at least knowing who we were, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, there's pros and cons with both. Yeah, um, you get to either, you, you get married earlier and you get to learn who you are with mm-hmm. your significant other, with your husband, with your wife. Um, and, uh, and my wife and I are, are pretty laid back. And so, um, it has been a lot of fun um, to uh, to take what we had learned previously and and, uh, and just it, I'm, I'm really lucky that uh, 
that the Lord put me with Laura Helen, that we just fit well together. Um, and so it, whether it's traveling, um, that my, I'm from Colorado originally. And so going and seeing my side of the family, um, when it was just the two of us or, or we go, um, I have family in Japan. And so we've wow. been, um, been able to, you know, before we had kids, she, uh, Laura Helen and I went, went to Japan twice and other parts of Asia, uh, while we were on that side of the world. And so that has, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something we, we plan on continuing to do. Um, uh, but then also just, uh, um, we moved here recently, but our old house, we have, uh, we have this great back porch that we would just sit and just hang out. Um, and we have the same sort of setting, but it, with the kiddos, it's a, it's go, go, go. And so we don't have as much quiet sitting time, but, um, it's, uh, I mean, the joy of, of doing this together, um, just the two of us, but now doing this together with three little ones mm-hmm. um, is such a blast. And so there are there are different aspects that uh, bring such joy um, that have that have transpired over the past eleven, almost twelve years. So yes, yeah. and seasons that change, right? You mentioned, right. you know, prior to children being able, you could see it took me a while to put out that prior, Um, Mm. but being able to travel and being able to have that intentional time to grow together and to learn. And with children, it's, it's still beautiful. It's different. Mm -hmm. And I think it's wonderful to be able to look back. My husband and I will um, have been married for 15 years and I was the 20 year old who got married. So I was on the other end. I was the baby who had to figure out myself. Um, But I love that marriage has looked different through different seasons mm-hmm. and how you have to be able to, right? Again, with, with anything, there has to be that flexibility. There has to be that compromise. There has to be that. Sure. You're going to be able to roll with the tide. And being able, though, to look back and celebrate the seasons that were really great and learn from the seasons that weren't your favorite mm-hmm. because that is how y'all have become who you are today and and the example that you're able to set for your kids and for the newlyweds or you know Mm, whatever that looks like so that's a beautiful thing thank you for sharing that part of your life with us that is fantastic and for our listeners if there is someone who maybe is going through just a really tough time within their relationship what is is a piece of advice that you would give to them on um, maybe something that they could work on to make it better or something that they may not have thought of yet. Yeah. Um, so a lot of uh, just kind of the growth that that my wife and I have gone through over the time, uh, like if there was friction was going back to how we were talking about how we, the self-centeredness of, mm-hmm. of, of, of that we may have and I, I mean, I catch myself a good bit and kind of uh, the dying of self. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so just the necessity of, uh, I mean, we could we could almost mm-hmm. talk. Um, I don't know how deep you, <laughs> this needs to you go, can, yeah. but um, it's, uh, yeah, it comes back to obviously just relationship with the Lord and, and mm-hmm. whether I, it is it is present or it's not mm-hmm. in the sense of, how is my quiet time and and how is my prayer life um how's my wife's prayer life how's her quiet time i mean just all all of this intermixed um 
obviously there are there are so many different things that that um, can make life challenging that are outside of that um, whether it be the passing of family members or or um, or a diagnosis that is not great um, or just different uh, life events that um, that really create a speed bump or a bigger bump um, but I mean I, I, I'll, I'll take it all like my wife and I would take it all the way back to how is our relationship going uh, with the Lord um, before how our relationship is going with each other mm-hmm. and so any times that that um, that we will have had a real short temper with each other mm-hmm. or um, or with the girls I'm like oh goodness I am I am super self-centered right now and um, not taking care of priorities the way I should be um, and so that dying of self um, being super important um, sorry yeah yeah no. those thoughts might be kind of scattered but uh, yeah You're that's good. A, um, that's kind of first thing I can think of I don't, I don't of know if that's valuable or not so yeah, and, and I think just like the cross suggests in the shape of it, in order to be okay with others, you have to be <laughs> you have to be okay with him, mm. right? That relationship has to be good for it to go this sure. way. And so I think that, that there is beautiful truth to that, mm-hmm. to, to knowing where you are and um and I think that's that's a piece of marriage too, is knowing that there is that sense of accountability and you have to be okay. I think a lot of us are good with holding others accountable but not mm-hmm. ourselves, right? Yeah, and the, so the 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 log in my eye. Mm-hmm. You forget that oh, oh I'm great sure. at criticizing and, and oh, yeah. judging other people, but don't do it to me. I right. mean that's that's right. it's very easy for us to say. Of course. It all so. of a sudden becomes offensive. Yeah. You're like, oh ouch that hurt. Don't hurt my <laughs> feelings. Yep. And and that is that is the, those are the moments though that help grow you closer, mm, right? That you you right. are able to come alongside and realize, and I think that's a, the the beauty we we do hurt those that we are the closest to. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are in a hard a hard season, um, in a season where either you something has happened to abruptly feel like it is ending um, your marriage or relationship, or You've spent years and years trying to fix it because you feel like there's a problem. Um, let this be encouragement to you that you can experience growth. Now, I know that both parties have to be willing. I know that there is so much more than us just speaking words um, after talking about happy marriages. But um, but there is hope for you too. And um, on a side note, if there is something that we can specifically be praying for, um, specifically help you in a way, or maybe point you in a direction of a different resource, like please reach out to us. Um, we would we would love to be a part of your journey and love to help you in any way that we can you also mentioned a another part of your life the military mm-hmm. do you, would you mind sharing about that experience with us oh sure yeah it's um so growing up in uh, on the north side of colorado springs um the united states air force academy is right there and you can see the the academy from my high school and uh junior year of high school my dad asked me hey what are you thinking as far as college when when should we uh 
start looking looking into that a little bit more and um or just kind of what where would you like to start um, doing some research on mm-hmm. and uh my my opinion was i want to go to the farthest place i could possibly go um and so i did research on different schools way out of the state of colorado um and then uh yeah my uh, senior year when i had matured just barely anymore a little bit more um and the realization that I need to make some adult decisions here pretty soon. And those decisions will influence what happens in the future. Um, started to, to really look at what, what does that mean um, to, for, for me to consider a school and, and what do I, what uh, do I really enjoy doing and, um, or would love to explore more. And so flying was one of those things. And so, um, the Air Force Academy, the closest place I could have gone, um, became a little bit more of a consideration. And so, um, that application process, a long application process, it was, um, you really pretty much start towards the very beginning of your senior year. Um, and you go through a lot of different interviews and physicals and just a lot of different testing and, uh, um, the application process is arduous. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I was, um, I was really lucky to be able to have gotten accepted to the Air Force Academy. And, and uh, it really was a gift to be there and so close to home because um, the Air Force Academy does a great job of tearing down the individual and building up the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so not having any family, immediate family in the military, I didn't, uh, I had, I kind of understood just because I lived close to the school, but didn't understand uh, as well. And so, um, so it was nice to have a little bit of an escape <laughs> back to my parents' house, my, my house to, uh, uh, on the weekends to be able to just decompress mm-hmm. and take a breath and then go back at it. Um, and so, yeah, um, I got, uh, into pilot training after graduation and I, I and I flew for a couple years and, and then in, uh, 2005, 2006, the air force downsized. Uh, the Navy actually downsized. They called it force shaping. And uh, and so half of my class, I graduated in 2003 from the academy, and, and half of our class, which was uh, roughly about 500, uh, I graduated with about 950. Um, but we all got asked to leave um, the armed forces. Um, it, was, it had a, a tremendous amount to do with uh, uh, 9-11 mm-hmm. and the huge influx of... Uh, patriotic like mm-hmm. I'm gonna go serve my country and so the way it was explained to us was it created a future promotion problem and so all these young officers were in the armed forces and we were entering at that time too um, in 2003 and so uh, there was a huge bulge of uh, of younger ranks and it created a future promotion problem in the upper ranks and so mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily I can't say that the government and the air force makes the best decisions mm-hmm. all the time but uh, uh they uh they yeah they cut loose half of us um and it just mind-boggling one of my one of my best friends at the academy who was uh, he got a full ride to mit after uh, after the academy and wow. um and if you there was anybody you were gonna not let go was, was this gentleman mm. and he got released too. It was just like, oh goodness, what are you, what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. If you're going to keep anybody, you got to keep Caleb. Um, 
so anyway, it was uh, it was a uh, quite an experience um, to go through, and uh, but I was stationed um, and flying down in Columbus, uh, Mississippi, Columbus Air Force Base, and so um, I'd never lived in the South, and uh, mm-hmm. and moving to the South was an eye-opening experience. I'm sure. Moved in July of uh, 2004 down there, mm-hmm. and so I didn't I didn't grow up with humidity, mm-hmm. um, and so. But I grew to really love um, some of the, the the different folks that I met, and I'm still friends with them today that I met in Columbus, mm-hmm. and um, wanted to stay in the South. And so, um, actually, a buddy, uh, one of my best friends at the academy, uh, guy by the name of Ben Payne, he uh, he's a Colorado guy too, and one of his closest friends, um, Chris Cushenberry who uh, he went to college um, uh, up at Covenant College, okay. but he's from Denver. Yeah. And uh, he was in the area, and he uh, threw out an invitation. Um, I got to meet um, Kush, is what he's we call uh, he's called. Um, and he uh, invited me to come uh, check out Chattanooga, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I fell in love with it. So, of course. Um, now Kush is a... Head soccer coach over at Macaulay. So oh, he is, that's great. He's done, a, he's done an incredible job with that program over there. So, uh, they yeah, not a lot to tell on the Air Force side. Just kind of, it was such a, um, I am very close with a, a group of those guys that we talk pretty regularly. And as crazy as it is, we just had our 20th um, reunion here last fall. And it was so fun to oh. reconnect back with uh, a lot of those guys and gals that I was at the at, at school there with so a lot has changed careers and some of those guys are still in having served over 20 years now and um so it's a very different life it is in chattanooga now um after the uh after active duty so but it's a it's god put me exactly where i was supposed to go so yeah Yeah. i know that had to have been a really hard transition right going into the military Mm -hmm. especially not really and even if someone even if you knew someone who was serving actively Mm -hmm. you experiencing it is so different isn't it than that but having kind of going blindly and then and then the way that that career ended very Mm -hmm. abruptly um was was a piece of that was that difficult for you sure yeah there were a lot of circumstances with um, kind of getting out, we knew that. Uh, so the class of '02, the class mm-hmm. ahead of me, went through the same thing in '05, and so we had a hint that there was something that we were going in, in 2006 that something was going to happen because of the previous year. Um, other circumstances in Columbus kind of um, led down this road too, uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I wanted to fly. That's what I was thinking I was going to be doing, and and. Uh, so yeah, it was in a, a very it was it was a tough it was tough um, tough part of my life uh, just with the unknown um, of what next because I thought mm-hmm. I was going to be in for twenty years too right. and be at right. my twenty year reunion with yeah. other guys that were also in for mm-hmm. the previous twenty years as well. So it was uh, very much an adjustment, but. Um, I knew I wanted to do kind of vocationally. I wanted to do real estate investing on the side if I was in the armed forces. Mm-hmm. And so then it was that opportunity to be like, okay, 
that door is closed. Now I can jump headfirst into this other field that I have no experience in, but I'm mm -hmm. interested in. Uh, the seeds were planted by my dad uh, with some of the stuff that he did as a middle school math teacher. Um, just some different things that he had done that I got to see, and that's what sparked the interest yeah, of um, as a kid. And so now I'm thankful to do it kind of on a, a everyday basis. Um, so That's awesome. Yeah. Someone who is going through <clears throat> maybe an unwanted season or a season of transition mm. um, and, and a situation that they were unaware, right? Kind of caught them by surprise. What is maybe some advice that you would give having been there as well mm. that maybe helped propel you through that? You mean like a, like a transition from having been someplace vocationally job wise and that ending and, and that is that, is that the, yeah. the from the, that perspective yes. yeah, yeah yeah so um like i had said um earlier when i first moved to chattanooga the community blew me away mm -hmm. and so much of that had to do with uh, for example um i moved into a small cabin up on lookout um it's Krubrock's um cabin and the solon tent or one of the intents of the cabin was just for young, young men who are seeking after the Lord to live together. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to butcher the psalm. I think it's Psalm 133, where it's like the oil. It is good for men to live together, and and like the the oil coming off of Aaron's beard. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not going to do that justice the way I should. <laughs> um, but it it was just it was it was great to to be in a community that. Um, bunch of young guys that did, didn't know mm -hmm. what they were going to do next and I was I fit right in with that mm -hmm. and um but I was blown away by how community opened itself up to this random guy that just moved into Chattanooga mm -hmm. um and um I had met crew it was July 3rd 2006 that I moved to Chattanooga mm -hmm. and uh and that very next day, so on July 4th, um, crew came down. He and I had a conversation on the 3rd when I first got there. And that very next day, he comes down the hill with a piece of paper and five names on it and five phone numbers. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hey, uh, these five guys are expecting your call. You need to reach out to them. And for him to have... have uh, Re called these different folks and been like, "Hey, there's this guy Thomas who just moved here today or yesterday, or he's going to call you just to, to just to network." And so <clears throat> that has been something that uh, I was blown away um, by. And so that transition, um, I was very much uh, because of how I got my tail kicked at the Air Force Academy, but I earned my degree. I was very much of the mindset, well, I'm going to get a job because of the degree I have, mm -hmm. not through networking. Mm -hmm. And so it was, an, it, was a, it was a learning experience for me of just meeting different folks and seeing, like, I didn't know what opportunities were out there. And so it was uh, just the continuation of networking. And so that's, uh, I don't know if that's helpful for, just on the transition that's side nice. of don't do it alone. Mm -hmm. Um, really try to seek out um, meeting different folks. And if that person that you have coffee with um, 
if there's not an opportunity there, he, they, he, she may know of three other people that you can, uh, I, I don't have an opportunity with my business, but call this person, call this person, call this person. Um, and so that was um, that networking aspect, kind of like what, what uh, the way we met yes. um, with the, the, uh, the, um, the BNI, Business mm-hmm. Network International. International. I forget the I. Um, that's such a great mm-hmm. um, way to, whether you are an established company or small business, um, to a startup, mm-hmm. um, a great way for you to, to just meet different folks. And, and, mm-hmm. But then also talk to your neighbor mm-hmm. and uh, talk to uh, different folks at your church. Talk to... Uh, um, different coworkers that may have been from uh, two jobs ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, uh, I guess that just working through that transition and it may take months and months, of um, but just that process of getting your name back mm-hmm. out there. It was, um, and for me at that point was introducing myself to, to, mm-hmm. to, uh, Chattanooga, if you will, just, I mean, cause I did not know anybody. Right. Um, and so it was starting at square one at that point in, July of 2006. So, and look at you now. Well, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it is not. It is by the the works of many other people. Yes, um, that um, community is what it is today. It is. Um, so, and once again, we are not meant to do this alone, and right. so having that community is 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 vital for us. And and I would say for someone who's who's in a season that uh, looks hard, looks different than what they anticipated, came abruptly, came by surprise. Um, It's okay to sit in your feelings. It's okay to not enjoy where you are. But just remember, um, it is like a hotel. (laughs) It is a nice place to visit. It is not a place that you would want to live. And just remind yourself that um, sometimes we spend too much time being upset with with what changed and and why we didn't agree with what changed and we may miss the opportunity that's ahead so i hope that the words that thomas shared would would provide encouragement and would maybe provide even just a the first stepping stone to a path that you could take to see if it's something that could offer hope and encouragement and maybe the next opportunity for you Mm. and I'm so grateful for all of the things that we were able to talk about today from the Chattanooga Football Club to marriage and parenting and your Air Force experience and the loss of jobs and the the opportunity for new doors to open. Mm -hmm. And I've I've loved our conversation. Thanks so much Um, for having me, Heather. Absolutely. I would love to know in closing. and in true Heather's most precious fashion, sure. what do you find most precious? My family. Yeah. yeah. My family is, I love uh, waking up my little girls in the morning and the hug that you get when they're still half asleep mm-hmm. and um, and uh, sleeping next to my bride. And uh, and then every once in a while I have a little one that's, that's sleeping in, in the bed as well. Yeah. and. And dropping them off at school, and uh, the excitement, the uh, the hugs that I get when I get back home mm-hmm. after work, and and uh, and then us sitting down for dinner mm-hmm. and uh, and talking about what's going on. We don't get very much from them, right? Of course, of <laughs> they course. don't say very much. That was good. And yeah. so having to think of different questions to mm-hmm. to get them to think about different 
ways to answer, not just a, eh, it was good. My day was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is most precious to me. My family um, is, uh, is such a joy. Um, you had said earlier, um, if, uh, you see, um, if you, there were any prayer requests, I'd love for you, if there is anything that ever come that comes mm-hmm. out of that, if you just email that to me, Absolutely. Just so my wife to. and I can pray for it too. That'd be awesome. Yes. I'd love that. Yeah. And as you mentioned, um, your family and, and trying to pull out of your children. At the end of the day, we get a lot of my boys are 14 and nine. I get a lot of nothing. Oh, really? You didn't do anything today? You did absolutely nothing. Yes. Yeah, so my favorite <laughs> questions are, um, especially for my younger son, who's still in elementary, like, so who did you sit next to at lunch? Was it an elephant or a hippo? Okay. And just because then, oh, I didn't, we're not at the zoo. Or, but anyway, yeah. regardless if it's sarcastic, at least gets a conversation That's started. Right. So um, kids are, are so fun on so many levels sure. um even the times when they're teenagers <laughs> so remember yeah. it does get better it's coming <laughs> one day it's coming. Yep. <laughs> well thank you so much um y'all i hope that y'all have enjoyed listening as much as we have enjoyed communicating with each other today and um i hope that you will remember this week um above all else that you are seen and known and loved. And as always, if there's anything that we could do, please reach out. Um, I also hope that this week you will choose to be kind, choose to be grateful and choose to encourage. And we will see you next week for another episode of Heather's Most Precious. Thanks y'all. Heather's Most Precious is brought to you with love by the Hendrickson Agency, an insurance agency serving all of Georgia and Tennessee. The Hendrickson Agency, properly protecting your most precious possessions. Support for Heather's Most Precious is provided by Study.com, which offers SAT and ACT study materials and even has resources for AP and college credit courses. Listeners of Heather's Most Precious get 30% off their first three months of any subscription level with offer code PRECIOUS. Just go to Study.com and use offer code PRECIOUS at checkout. Heather's Most Precious is produced by Chattanooga Podcast Studios and is part of the Podnooga Network. Find out more at ChattanoogaPodcastStudios.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back soon with another episode of Heather's Most Precious. Proud member of the Podnuga Network.